This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to Homeschooling with Technology. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerwe. This is episode 29. Today I'm going to be sharing with you four free online history games. Now all of these games are what I would call real games. They are not just simple quiz games. They, none of them are simple games at all. They all are fairly complicated. Some of them are role-playing games and they all take at least 15-20 minutes even up to half an hour to play. Some of them also will have different outcomes if you play them more than once. So these are well worth you taking a look at. These are the sort of games that our uh, sponsor, Funder Funder, uses in many of their web-based unit studies. Games bring an extra element, obviously, of fun into learning, and they also give a unique perspective. And it's just something to break some um, learning and yet, give an immersive feel to it as well as the children become involved in the games. Funder Funder actually also uses some of these games in their online US history class because although the students spend a lot of time investigating primary sources and doing some hard thinking, it's also good for them to take a break and to see history from the shoes of some of the characters that have walked in the past. Now, all the links to these games will be in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Just look for episode 29. Let's look at our first game then. This is one you will all know. It's Oregon Trail. You probably played this as a CD-ROM game when you were 18, depending on how old you are, or perhaps, like me, you have children who played Oregon Trail. When my children were um, in elementary age, they were playing this as a CD-ROM game. And the one that you can find online now at archive.org is one of the original versions. It's very blocky looking, I won't lie. It's not going to be anything like the graphics that children are used to playing these days. However, it still plays the same way as the Oregon Trail you remember. You still have to decide what how you're going to spend your money you still have all the same dangers along the trail. You have to decide what you're going to leave behind. You can die crossing rivers and from dysentery um, and all the other ways that you could die in the game. So there is still a lot of learning. It's a fun way to play um, the Oregon Trail as you're studying that period and for your children to f- get a very small feel of what it must have been like to have been on this trail for so many months and have to face all the dangers that the people at the time faced. Your kids are probably going to laugh at the graphics, but tell them just to get over that and to enjoy a bit of your past and to give it a try. And I predict that they will enjoy it, even though it is a little ancient. The second one, though, is a lot more modern, and it's there are a number of games that Mission US, it's Mission dash us.org has made available. Um, These are really fun to play and they can be played more than once because depending on on what routes you take you can end up 
with um, different versions of, of of the game. In fact, you might not be successful in all of them. Some of them, I'm not even sure if you can perhaps die in them. I can't remember. I've played most of them. I actually do use this one in Finder Funders online high school class, even though the game is probably more suited to middle, uh, middle school or even upper elementary. There are four different episodes and each of them are standalone. The first one is for Crown or Colony and obviously this is revolutionary time period. Then there's Flight to Freedom which is just before the Civil War. A Cheyenne Odyssey which is um, just after the Civil War. Then there's City of Immigrants in the early 1900s and finally Up from the Dust which is set during the Dust Bowl 1929 the Great Depression. In each of these you are a specific character. And you have to try and make decisions that will uh, perhaps alter history and more importantly, help yourself survive and thrive. And because you are playing from a specific perspective, it does help your, it will help your children to get a feel for what it must really have been like to have been there in that time. For instance, you're a 14 year old apprentice in Boston in for, Crown or, for Crown or Colony. And you are running around meeting some of the main characters of the time. Um, you actually move around on a map and you have to do different tasks. You, you do sort of um, go and do things, collect things. It's, it's very interactive. It's very well done. I just can't rate it highly enough. Now, obviously, like when you're doing the flight to freedom, which is about slavery, it doesn't go into quite how terrible slavery was. It does not make slavery look at all pleasant. And you, you get the understanding of what it must have been like to have been chased as you're trying to flee if you're going on the Underground Railroad. But I have seen complaints that people think it's too simplistic, that particular one. But at the same time, if this is for younger children, you, you really can't make it any more realistic than what it is. So you can, you can see that it is somewhat limited, but it is still very useful. Uh, this um, has a, if you go on the website, you'll see there's a tab for educators. We can actually get ideas on how to use this for lesson plans. For me, I've already got my lessons, so I use this as a supplement. But it is cool because under the Educators tab, you will find a link to all the primary sources that have been used to create the games. So you can see how historically accurate they actually are. Um, Up From The Dust also has an iPad version of it if you want that. And as I said, these are games that can be replayed because depending on how you play it, you can have different outcomes. The third game is brand new, it's just been out for a couple months and it's called Race to Ratify and it's part of the iCivics.org games. The other ones are more geared towards politics and government, but this one really does fit better as a history game. It's set in 1787 when the, uh, the ideas of ratification of the Constitution were being debated between the Federalists and Anti-Federalists. And you have two different choices when you play this game. You can either play the historical perspective or you can do free play. I haven't tried the free play, but the historical one starts just as, as it was at the time. And then what you do sort of influences history as it comes out. This one has, it's not as much fun to play, I must say, as like the Mission US and Oregon Trail, because there's a lot of talking involved in reading. So I would say it's far better suited to high schoolers or upper, um, your, maybe your eighth graders. 
definitely they have to be able to be patient and to actually read. Because what you do is you go around and you meet different characters who really did live during the time. And each round you get to speak to two of them and you get to choose your questions. They'll pop up with, um, say, two questions, two or three questions, and you get to choose which ones to ask. And then they answer you. And as, as you're talking to them, you'll see the ideas that were debated at the time. As they talk to you, you get um, argument tokens, which you can then save. And at the end of the round, you get to then produce a pamphlet. You decide whether you are a federalist or an anti-federalist, and then you can use the tokens that you've collected to put in your newspaper. And if you say that you're a federalist and you select um, news items that are anti-federalist, you don't score as many points. So to do well, and you do get points, you can see how you're doing, you do need to, the children need to be paying attention. So if you've got a couple of them and they're playing against each other, not a bad thing because you can see who's paid better attention to what they're actually doing. Um, it goes as it as you actually play the game, they also stop every so often and you see what happens as each state uh, puts the ratification to the vote and you see whether they passed it or not. So it's not quite as much fun, but it's definitely the most fun way that you're going to find to study the uh, ratification of the Constitution. So go and check that one out. The last one I'm going to talk about today is one set in ancient Rome and you'll find it on the bbc.co.uk history website. Um, it's under the interactive games and then it's Death in Rome. It's called Death in Rome and it's a little murder mystery. This one isn't replayable because once you actually solve it, you've solved it. But it will probably take your children a while to play, at least 15 or 20 minutes, especially if they don't concentrate and actually read everything that's coming on the screen. You have a scene with a dead Roman in it. It's not graphic violence, so don't worry, younger children will be absolutely fine. And you then move your cursor around the screen and look for clickable objects. Some of them just tell you what they are. Others, though, will give you the chance to investigate them further. And you have a number of people that you can ask for their opinions on. You'll see their little faces come up on the screen. And there are also some witnesses that you can um, interrogate as well. So you go around, look at everything. And once you're finished, you can sit with your children and debate what you think actually happened. And of course, this gives them an idea of what life in ancient Rome was like. When you think you know who what actually happened, you then click on solve the mystery and you get to say how he died. And then you get to pick three items that will actually support what you've said. And they will tell you um, how close you are to being correct. And if you don't get it right the first time, they do not tell you what the solution is. You have to go back there and try again pay more attention to what's going on until eventually you do solve it. I hope that you enjoy these games as much as I do. And I would really love to hear if you know any more games like this that are free and online. If you do, do send me an email. Um, you can find me at meryl at mediaangels.com or even better, just join our Facebook group, which we will also have the link to in the show notes, but it's the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. And if you come in there and share with, with me and with everybody else who's in the Facebook group, I know that um, I would love to learn about more fun history games 
that I can incorporate into my online classes. Thank you for joining me again this week. I look forward to seeing you again next week. And remember to pop over to iTunes if you haven't already and to give us a rating and review so that other people can find the podcast too. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.